Sangamon County Public Health Director Gail O'Neill is with us. And Gail, is it time to sound the alarm in all of this? I think so, because we aren't, we're seeing a trend that's just not changing. You know, we used to be worried if we saw double digits of 10 and 11, and now we're kind of getting used to the 20s. I don't like that. <laughs> or no. the 30s or having a day where we have 50. It's, it's just showing us how much um, virus is in the community and how, how people are spreading it. Gail, what do you say, though, about the hospitalizations? Because it's like they seem to be going down or staying level, and the deaths, we've only had two now in the last month and a half. Is, is that something to say about herd immunity, or are we getting better at managing this? Or, you know, what, what, what causes that? Because we seem to have more cases but less people facing fatality. Well, we're seeing um, more people, and when our hospital numbers are our, our Sangamon County residents, there are people in the hospitals because we're regional centers. Um, but as far as our residents that are hospitalized, um, they're younger. Um, they overall um, have, you know, we've got some people that are elderly that may come from nursing homes or have, you know, a problem, but we're starting to see the younger people um, in the hospital. And for the most part, they can, um, after some intensive care, can, you know, get out and get home. Uh, so we haven't seen the deaths, fortunately. Um, one thing that we're a little worried about with the hospitalizations that our people are waiting until they're very, very sick before they go to the hospital and might not have as great an outcome um, as a recovery. So the hospitalizations is a concern. Um, we have very good medical care here, which is fortunate for us so that people do have access to, to life-saving means if it's at all possible. Gail, uh, Greg Bishop in the newsroom. Good yes. morning. Um, so Good morning. when it comes to the the therapies that are being done, because I think, uh, you know, Chris pointed that, yeah, we've got an increased number of cases, but even looking at the metrics uh, for the entire region, not just for uh, Sangamon County, it looks like, uh, you know, we've had a, a minor increase in the number of hospitalizations for the entire region, uh, but it seems right. pretty flat. Uh, so what kinds of things are being done? Do you, do you have, like, specifics as to the therapeutics that are being used to help people keep people from long hospital stays or even being released from the hospital? What, uh, what are some of the therapeutics that are being used? Um, there's some medications, and um, I don't have those pronounced correctly. So there's some medications that our um, infectious disease teams can provide to patients. The other thing that's been... Uh, fortunate in our community, people who have tested positive and recovered early in this um, season that we're in have donated plasma. There's a lot of um, value to uh, plasma to the from the people who were positive and have recovered. That's being available to our um, hospitalized patients as well. It's you know we still don't know everything about this virus, so it's kind of a guessing game and. Uh, so some of the some of the medications yeah. is it like hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, um, or uh, what's the other one uh, starts with an oh, R? R, yeah, I know that's what one. I the can't R get one right on the tip of my tongue. What yeah. is the R one? Why can't <laughs> I? It's from Gilead. I know it's. Yeah. I know the company that <laughs> right. made it. Um, yeah. So those are, those are the types of things that are being used on people, and, and we're seeing some kind of, uh, I guess, positive yeah. outcomes from that. Yes, I think so. But, the, you know, generally, a hospital stay is going to be, you know, short if you can, if people can be in the ICU for a while. But we do have people that have been in the hospital for quite some long time. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a mixture of, you know, the availability of medication and just, just kind of the experiment, but of... Uh, learning how best to treat this. Yeah. And, and I've seen other places as well. We're talking with uh, 
the Sangamon County Public Health Director, um, Gail O'Neill, here with News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Um, I don't know if you can dispel this right now, uh, and, and there's a lot of different um, uh, you know, testing facilities out there. It's not just the, the county, but uh, I've seen people post online that you know, I know somebody who w- waited in line, didn't submit a test, but they were told that they were negative or uh, you know, some, some questions about the authenticity of the testing. Um, how do we ensure that the, the testing, we're not getting you know, uh, false negatives or false positives and and that uh, everything is uh, above board, especially when we've got, what, like three different uh, testing facilities from different groups? We do have, yeah, we do have three different facilities, but we also have um, many labs doing this testing because there's so mm-hmm. much of it. Um, there's no doubt that there's probably been some um, tests that have been lost or, you know, inconclusive or some problems that have happened. I have heard the same stories that some people have been called and they never even tested. Um, I think some of those calls may be um, contact tracing calls, but it's hard to tell. Um, I don't know that we've called anyone we've heard of that that hasn't tested um, and told them they were positive, but mistakes do happen. So I hate when that, that happens, but thousands and thousands of tests are being done. Early on, and what we've, you guys have all helped us get the word out, is that some people are testing too early. So if you were out Saturday night and were concerned to run out and get a test today, is probably not going to tell you about Saturday. You need to let good four to seven days pass from a specific incident if you want to make sure that your body's had enough time to develop enough virus to be tested but to be um, identified in a test. Should we, I, I know that testing is like available to everybody that wants to test um, right. and, and getting the test back, uh, you know, it could take, depends on which test you're taking. It could take 48 hours or it could take a couple of days or however long. Um, should we... Should everybody go out and get a test, <laughs> or or should well, we should we be focusing on maybe those who are the vulnerable and those who may be showing any kinds of symptoms? Like going back to the testing that we, uh, the, the testing protocols that were um, you know initially out there whenever the pandemic started. Right, I think um, people are going out and testing because they're curious and want to know. But when you decide to take a test, you really should assume that you're positive until you get your results otherwise. Um, which means test, go home, and stay home until you know what your test results are. And uh, that's difficult for some people to do. Um, the maybe, you know, t- people that have um, symptoms certainly should test. People who've been um, notified that they've been in contact with someone, you know, should let t- a little time pass from their last exposure and, and test. I think those should be the um, priorities for people. Um, there are, you know, um, questions about having, you know, just test as many people as you can so you can see if it's in the community. I think we already know it's in our community. Right. So it's it's an individual decision, but um, at this point, I don't know that it's helping a whole lot. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the other part of that too, Gail, and I was reading an article, and again, Gail O'Neill is with the Sangamon County Public Health Director. I was reading an article about the fact that some of these tests are taking up to a week to, to, to come back to people and the information is almost worthless on that because you've got that seven-day period where they could have contracted something. Are, are, how are we doing in Sangamon County? Are we speeding up the test results? Or? Um, I, I don't know that they're really speeding up too much. I know that we're looking and the hospitals are and the health communities is to see has new tests become available. If there's faster, easier ones, we're always watching for that, but want to make sure they're good tests as well. Um, this is, you know, really for, for medical purposes, this is pretty, pretty short turnaround to be able to have test availability so early in this um, epidemic. But 
Um, you know, that it does seem that it's taking people longer to get test results. I know people were needing results before they went to college and aren't getting them back in quick enough time. Um, so I think, you know, we've been hearing that it's five to seven days in some places to get results back, but it be- depends on the volume at the labs they're um, sent to. And I think they're kind of diversified of where they're sending them to private labs, the state lab, um, other contractors all through the state. It's it's not just our country, you know, our Illinois. It's all over the country where this testing is going on. We just saw we just saw Region Four uh, revert back to some more strict um, uh, protocols, uh, limiting uh, you know bars and restaurant capacity, making them close at eleven o'clock, and so on. And this is on the heels of uh, that rule uh, being allowed to let stand that allows for uh, you know fines against businesses and whatnot. How's Sangamon County? Uh, what are the conversations like with the, the Pritzker administration when it comes to uh, these types of uh, these types of rules? Uh, and what has the enforcement been like uh, in Sangamon County? Well, I think um, two things: the mitigations for Region Four um, kind of came out yesterday, and I was looking at them, and they're uh, going into effect on Tuesday. Yeah, it is a little stricter. It's not a total shutdown, but it's really um, in strongly enforcing the you know. Uh, closing by 11 and trying to restrict as much um, social activity as possible to try to get a handle on the number of cases in the region. We, because we are, if it's just Sangamon County, we might be a little concerned, but for the region, we're not doing um, as poorly right now as uh, what was happening in region four. So that certainly could happen with us and have a a bigger lockdown. Well, things don't improve. The, um, as far Sorry, as enforcement, second. yeah, enforcement, enforcement uh, right yeah. now we've with that had, rule in place. Yeah. We've had uh, the city of Springfield's been doing some active enforcement. We have as well with the bars and restaurants, um, and we do go out for complaints. The um, and there's lots of people noticing that there's you know and, and letting us know which facilities or which businesses aren't enforcing the mask uh, masking of the citizens and their employees. We've been focusing on the employees and the bars and the distancing. We've had really good compliance. Um, when we've seen it, but occasionally, you know, old habits are kind of hard to break. But the, uh, the, I believe that the business owners, for the most part, are trying really hard to abide by these rules. And finally, Gail, this is the opening day for uh, Riverton schools. A lot of schools have reversed their decision and are going to remote learning. I know Chatham's uh, l- looking at that on the table, but Riverton's going to open the schools today. How closely is the Sangamon County Department of Public Health watching that situation at Riverton? Oh, we're we're hopeful that they've you know they've done all the um, all the preparedness that they can, um, and certainly have the children's um, health in mind. There's there's pros and cons both ways of having you know people together and having people be sick um, for the children and the teachers. There's a lot to be said for the children needing to be back in school and have some normalcy in their in their lives. I think each decision, all remote or mixed. Um, is, is really difficult, and it's best, you know, handled by each um, school district because they know how they can space their kids in the schools and, you know, what kind of, um, you know, remediation they might have worked on in the summer with the plan. I think it's, we're going to be watching them and, and hoping that everything goes very well. If there's any kind of outbreak, would, would the Sagamon County Department of Public Health look into shutting down if Riverton doesn't? Uh, if there's a, a huge problem, I think, like with the nursing homes and the long-term care facilities, we work with them. Um, in, in kind of preparation, um, the worst case scenarios, and then um, offer advice and guidance if something does start to break. What we found more recently with the nursing homes is that with some planning and um, intervention and trying to prepare for the worst, 
Um, we've been able to maintain a small number of positives if something happens like that in our community. And hopefully that will be the same thing with the schools. Gail, as always, thank you for being so gracious with your time. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you very much. All right. 